Welcome to the Hello Spiritual Podcast. I am your host, Jose. And I'm your other host, Amit. And in this episode, we will be talking about boundaries and what healthy boundaries look like and what unhealthy boundaries look like. Um, and before we get to that, we're actually going to check in a little bit. It's been a while since we checked in and we felt like this new format of checking in kind of just sets the, the tone for the rest of the episodes and kind of just grounds us. And gives us a sense of um, just a peace. At least that's what I've been experiencing the last few times we've done that. So um, with that, I'm going to let him kind of lead us first and then go from there. Thank you, Jose. And yeah, the new format of checking in and then hitting the topic, I feel um, because the times are changing so often, so frequently and so close together that it's good to do that. And I mean, if we could do this on example on the audio track, I think the listeners will also have a good time to do that for themselves. I highly encourage that. I think also too, since you and I are super busy now, we don't get these opportunities to actually sit down and have these awesome conversations that we used to have before. So I think it's good to have it on air. That's true, the authenticity. Cause I, I, if I were checking for myself, I have been really busy. Um, and when I say busy, I mean, I've been scheduling multiple facets of my life into my calendar. And then when time comes to meet it, I have just enough energy to meet that. And by the end of the day, I'm, I'm this tired, somewhat like fulfilled person. And I, I get to sleep more or less peacefully at night. So what this looks like in the last what two weeks, uh, car parts getting ordered so that I can plan out when to work on my car that I just moved into storage to to like uh, the online business to develop you know web pages and web design and working with uh, another uh, per, another developer underneath my, my company head to calibrate him and then also you know managing my regular nine-to-five job <laughs> you know <laughs> and then amidst all of that finding time to channel that inner child and like have that playtime, which I've been leaning more heavily to video games with uh, some of our, our, my best friends. And from all that, I, I started feeling like I was doing a checklist. It was to-dos. Yeah. <laughs> oh, did you, did you have time for inner child too? Check. Did you do this? Check. Did you sleep eight hours? Eh, not really. Five. But- <laughs> <laughs> so the... Uh, a theme that came up with the other people that I was talking to this past week is doing a balance chart. And I feel like I need to do this monthly given the current like situation, what's going on. And for those of you that aren't familiar with this, um, it's basically like a, a circle and then the center of the circle would re- represent like zero and the outside of the circle would represent like 10. And then you would draw a line from the center to the outside and that line will represent one category of a priority in your life such as like for me be sobriety would be number one and there was like um car time or like friends and family things that are important to you and from there gauging from zero to ten how fulfilled you feel with that currently even be honest and then after you're done you you think you're going to draw a circle 
inside and connect all the dots, but it's actually a really screwed up amoeba. <laughs> You're like, wait a second, this does not look right. I was looking at two of my past ones and I noticed how the amoeba shifted because I wrote the same categories. The amoeba shifted from one space to look like a Pac-Man facing one way. And then <laughs> then uh, the next time the Pac-Man was facing the other way, I was like, oh, I just switched energy from this bucket to this bucket. <laughs> So the reason why I bring this up is it's time for me to do that like monthly because um, without being a well-rounded person in this respect, I I get to my old defects that are self-deprecating and diminishing and causes like anxiety and depression, you know, which segues into the, the topic, topic of like self-boundaries, right? Mm -hmm. So right now I'm aware of that. It hasn't gotten to that point of like to the edge of where I usually break and like I need to change and like do the hyper extremism. <laughs> yeah, up and down. <laughs> um, so for me right now, I'm, I'm, I'm all right. I mean, I got, I have a lot of things going and I'm planning, I'm planning time in my calendar to just sit with myself at this point, which is working for right now. And the balance chart will help me further. So <laughs> that's where my last two weeks have sort of been like, what about you, Jose? Uh, thank you for sharing that. And like I mentioned earlier in, in, in the, in this episode, we haven't got the opportunity to really check in with each other. So it's, it's awesome to see where you're at and how like, just in a few weeks like your life has expanded even more as far as like your purpose and what you want to do moving forward with your web and and also too like the excitement that i see in your eye about like your car and like having it in a safe place where you can work on it and not worried about that you know that that tension feeling that you get where it was at before right so i i'm i'm happy that you're in a place where you're at today and for me, the last two weeks, man, it's been, it's just been, it's been a lot. Um, the prior week to this, so we're recording this on Halloween day, just to let people know the date. Spooky. Hey, spooky. Uh, and so like, the week before I, I was in Portland visiting um, the Grand Dating and it was awesome. I had a really, really great time. And one of the reminders that I was telling myself was to be present, right? Just be present, enjoy the time, enjoy the quality time. And not be on my phone as much and she called me out a little bit she was like do you have to be on social media and like <laughs> i took offense and i was like well i could put it down whenever i want i just you know i wanted to post something and um so that got to me a little bit and it wasn't like i got off offended right away right because she's right <laughs> like I, i'm like mm. and i realized like you know what she's right i could just put it down and just be present enjoy the time and be there with her and so i was able to do that and Definitely uh, had the sad feelings when I left. And yeah, I love Portland. Portland was amazing. The food was amazing. The weather was amazing. I mean, it's overcast, but it's crisp air. It just felt really good. I'm an overcast guy. Just the whole experience was dope. Definitely, I'll be going back next month. And then this week, we're just going back to work. <laughs> I got home Saturday and didn't get a chance to really like decompress or anything. Just come home, meal prep, get ready, hit up a meeting go to work the next day and I work five days straight and haven't really got a chance to kind of like just <laughs> like drop down to my body, get to my feminine energy. I've just been like, go, 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 push, 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 push. And it's not in a negative way, but for me, when I keep, when I do push, 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 I break, break, break. Like I'm not allowing myself to take a break and take it easy, drop to my body and just get in tune where, like I mentioned in a post recently, it's like drop to your body Where's your tensions coming from? Release it. I haven't gotten a chance to do that. So I actually did that a little before we started this episode where 
I have like a little knot in my belly and I'm like, okay, breathe into it, focus on that worst is coming from it. And I'll share about it a little bit. And yeah, there was a situation this week where I made amends to one of my coworkers and some stuff happened where he was at fault and I called him out and he got offended and my boss got into it because he got called out and he was not happy about it. So there was just like this commotion that happened at work. So I was having this thought in my head, like, what's well, not my fault, it's his fault. And like, I don't need to make amends. And like, when I started thinking like that, and I was like, you have a partner who's there because there's a reason why this is in your head and you're having this, this argument with yourself on like, is it your fault or not your fault? Or do I need to make amends or not? What is your partner's situation? So when that happens, I know I have a part in it. Because if I didn't have a part, I wouldn't be thinking about it like that. <laughs> so yeah, I, I I I went up to him and I and I and I told him it's like, hey, I just want to apologize for blaming you. It was uncalled for, and and then <laughs> and he's like, no, it's fine. But honestly, there's something that you said to me the day prior that really got to me, and I was like, well, what was it? He's like, well. Him and I, we poke fun of each other all the time. We, It's just how we are. We're just guys. We just make fun of each other. And so I made a comment about his shirt being a little tight, his belly popping out. I didn't say like that. I just pulled the shirt. I was like, you're going to the gym like that. And like, he took offense to that. He got really insecure and he ended, he didn't go, he didn't end up going to the gym. He just went home because he just like, well, fuck this and da, da, da. And like, so he wanted to go off on me the next day. And he's like, no, that's not the right thing to do. So I was Honestly, dude, I was shocked that like that actually got to him. But then I realized, because I could have said this to him. I was like, well, we do this all the time. Like, what's the difference? And I'm like, you know what, Jose? Be compassionate. He took offense to it. You did make a comment that made him feel insecure. So you struck some kind of chord. So I let him finish. And I was like, you know what? I apologize for that. And if there's anything I could do to make things right, you know, please allow me to, you know, do that. And... And I'm talking, I was like, you know, next time I just be more mindful of what I say. Um, and it kind of hurt a little bit because I know how that feels when someone makes a comment and I take it really personal. And because I'm, 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 I'm so insecure about things, right? And my weight, how I look. And I take things personal too. And so I was able to be empathetic towards them and apologize and make things right and moving forward. So that happened. And then yesterday was just a weird day. I this is like the first time I felt this in a while where like I was like having this obsessive, possessive thinking around the girl I'm dating and why she's not responding back to me kind of deal. And it's been a while, dude. Like I've been really good with that and and I, and and another thing about it today, that was like what needs that are not being met? What am I not giving myself? And that circles back to this episode that I listened to that like when someone's not meeting my, my needs, like I have to look at myself, but I'm not, where am I not getting myself? And so I still haven't been able to come up with what needs I'm, that are not being met towards myself. So I haven't said with that yet. So that's been on my mind. That's probably why I was having this not feeling in my belly because I still haven't like figured out what it was. And her and I had a really good conversation about it yesterday. And so, yeah, she just has a lot going on and I just feel like I'm a burden. That's how I feel right now about it. And so I still need to do a little more work around that. And I probably, I'm going to give myself some time today to sit down with that. And maybe I'll talk to you about it more later on. I mean, off the podcast <laughs> episode. <laughs> <laughs> so, 
Yeah, I think I said a lot. I unpacked it a lot. It's been a lot this past two weeks. But I'm excited for this episode. I'm excited that you're giving me space to kind of open up about what's been going on because we haven't even talked about anything. <laughs> right. No, thank you for, for sharing that and being vulnerable and unpacking some of that. What I heard a lot about and with the scope of the, the topic is like the physical boundaries for self and then the, the emotional boundaries that come after that. You talked about like the thing that happened at work where this person may have been insecure about something but didn't set that standard or boundary with themselves to do the, the thing. You know what I mean? And then that they were emotionally attached to it, which is like from a previous, previous episode where you were also in a situation where you're emotionally attached to the the outcome of something which caused you to cause an underlying resentment for it. So that and the, the boundaries for yourself of like, you've been going, 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 you break, break, break. Where is that physical boundary of like, this needs to sit and settle and drop down into your body. So I'm glad you were able to acknowledge that, share that and are still in the middle of it. You could talk about it. That's dope Yeah, to be able to be in it and talk with it. Honestly, I didn't want to share about it, but that wouldn't be, I wouldn't be authentic, authentic, right? There you go. And I, we, we wanted to be, we wanted that to be the topic this week, but we kind of, we shifted away from there. But yeah, we, we want to be able to share our truth on this episode or just in general on this, this podcast. And that's the core of it, right? Is being true to ourselves and being honest with the people that are listening to us. So... I just want to put it, put that out there and let you guys know that, hey, I'm, I'm, I'm human. I'm not immune to the human condition. <laughs> we are not perfect. We're just progressions. <laughs> so segueing to the, the topic, uh, we want to talk about boundaries and I guess our experience with, with these. And what, what are our boundaries? What are boundaries? Well, I think it goes into two types of boundaries, healthy and unhealthy. What... Healthy boundaries, well, I vaguely looked up the <laughs> definition earlier. It's like respect, respecting your wants and needs while respecting others' wants and needs. You know, there's just that balance. Mm-hmm. Whereas unhealthy is the opposite of that. It's not respecting your wants or needs and or not respecting others' wants or needs, which then will lead into more abusive type of relationships between people, right? So... I think what would be easier to talk about what does unhealthy look like? Because I, I know for myself, I have a lot of experience on unhealthy boundaries. <laughs> and then it could segue into what we're striving for today, which are healthy boundaries. Mm-hmm. One of the things that uh, come to mind is, and we shared about this before, is like the origins of our life, right? Where does everything start? Where are we exposed to everything? Is the people we grew up with right and so self-boundaries was not (laughs) was not part of my life i didn't know anything about it honestly i didn't even know i didn't even know what boundaries was until i got sober and i started learning how to like have boundaries and what that looked like so i displayed throughout my years unhealthy boundaries i didn't know how to say no i was always a yes person and there's a term for that it's like a uh the the nice guy syndrome, right? The people's pleaser, where I had no respect for myself. I had no respect for myself. I didn't even know what that looked like. So I just said yes to everything. And even though I didn't agree to it, 
I didn't believe that was right. I just, I just couldn't say no because I wanted people to like me. I wanted to be known. I wanted people to, it's like, oh, Jose's always had your back. Or Jose will always do this for you. Jose's such a nice guy. But back in my mind, I had alternative motives, right? Um, so for me, like unhealthy boundaries, like even like when I think about unhealthy boundaries, like I think about like the way it was growing up, man, and just it was non-existent. And when I started getting older and started dating, like I didn't, I didn't have a voice. And that's what I think about, like not have, uh, not having boundaries, unhealthy boundaries, like not having a voice and not having no self-worth, no self-esteem. And we talked about it on one of our other episodes, like self-worth, what did that look like? Without self-worth, you're displaying a ton of unhealthy, unbound, un unhealthy boundaries because you don't have any worth. You don't know how to respect yourself. You don't even know what that looked like. And so for me, it's just, it's been like a process of like unlearning those things, unlearning that like, hey, that's not okay with me. Hey, that doesn't feel okay with me. And you always talk about this, like, how does that make me feel? How, how, where am I feeling that in my body? Do I feel it in my belly? Do I feel it in my, in my chest? Do I feel it in my head? Like, where is this coming from? Um, and I always like how you talked about, like, we needed a reference to start off with, right? <laughs> like, we have to accept, okay, this is what's going on. And we have a reference point and we can move forward with that. Um, yeah, being in relationships brings out a lot of those things. <laughs> That's where I get tested the most. Well, you bring up um, very good points of where I wanted to start out, but like we're we understand what boundaries are based off of our rearing. That is the first imposition of what love is and how we relate to another person, and what this looks like for myself was you know single mother, only child. Like Tupac, all eyes on me. <laughs> <laughs> and it was uh, like the helicopter type of parent, right? Where it was, there was, there wasn't really any boundaries. Where it was like this person, this person had perfectionism expectations for me, or at least looking back on it, that's what I, I thought and perceived it as. So then I was like, anything that I do has great power and I'm going to fail at it. That was how I navigated like the first through adolescence, through pubescence, all that stuff. And this leads to low self-esteem for me and like constant anxiety because this, the self-worth was there. I was like, I'm, it was the building up of, of this person, this parent saying, I am really good at all these things, but then heavily criticizing me. So what the hell am I supposed to think? Right. And, it, and this is how probably their parents raised them. You know, this is that generational trauma I talked about a few episodes ago. So what effect this had on me, no limited to low self-worth with a huge ego, which is a really stupid place to be. <laughs> so I thought I was better than you mm -hmm. while feeling way less than you. And then comes into the, what you talked about, the, the nice guy syndrome, the, the people pleasing, the, the yes man. And trying to do all these, well, I look back at them as like more traditional beliefs of always being there so that you show integrity of always being there. But how can you be there for someone else who you're not there for yourself? Right. Right. Mm. So 
looking back on it, I was just doing the actions, but I was this hollow shell of a person. And then you add on all the other addictive behaviors and, you know, substance abuse and all that stuff. I'm just (laughs) (laughs) crazy. I, I, I had no purpose and I was just bouncing like a pinball back and forth over things. And this carried also into to relationships because if you want to talk about the law of attraction, I'd, I'd try to attract people that were similar vibrations like that. So how do two people that have low self-esteem, low self-worth like interact? Like that, that's enmeshment. That's a toxic relationship. And, then, <laughs> and you're sitting there like, this is love. No, it's not. It's love. I love her so much. Oh, God. And that's where the 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 little glimmer of I don't have to do this emotional work alone and you put it into that relationship and it breaks because you know humans are valuable like that it's the toxic relationship I can't put my own emotional needs into the hands of another if I'm not mean that with myself at a regular baseline and then that segues all back into you got to start wherever hell you are regardless of what happened in the past and what I went through, I understand why I do things now. What am I going to do with that? You know, take these things into action, right? So, and before we segue into um, what healthy boundaries look like, uh, I just want to go a little bit deeper on what unhealthy boundaries um, manifest themselves as, such as um, you have the emotional boundaries, then you have the, the, the physical boundaries. There might be another one in there, but like these are the two that keeps coming to, to mind. And how we said it's respecting your wants and your needs as well as respecting other wants and their needs. So this goes both into extroverted type of people that take up a lot of space and then more introverted people that don't take up a lot of space. You know, so I'm going way deep into the web. So the emotional one, are my emotional needs getting met for myself? Are my emotional needs and wants getting met by my partner? And how do I not express that? Or am I holding back on myself from expressing that? These are like self boundaries. Like I wasn't able to um, express saying no to something. Did you, what do you like the, the very Congo, what do you want to eat? And like not being able to voice that because I feel like my worth is low enough that it doesn't matter. Oh, whatever you want. Right. And the opposite would be, um, let me use the same example. Hey, we're going to go eat at this spot. Just immediately already made the choice for the other person. Like these are very rough examples, but they're, they're saying like, I know what you want off tops. Then we're just going to roll with that. And the physical, I mean, that's where it's also segues in that. But what comes to mind for me is physical exertion, exercising, and like, you know, movement and all that. Like, do you, am I meeting these needs for myself? And I think from your previous example about that guy going to the gym, I was like, am I going to the gym often? I feel am I being active enough? And I actually, I actually expressed this to you like a few, three days ago, a few days ago. I was like, I feel like I need to um, go out and be more active because I'm, I'm feeling more lethargic and stuff and from not exercising as often. Right. And that is a self boundary that like it's it's hurting in my gut. I'm like, ah, I'm doing I was, I'm doing so much. I forgot to plan this time to go exercise, and now that's an awareness. Let me do something about it, right? So I wasn't meeting my own boundary of 
this is a threshold. We've done enough mental like laboriousness. Let's go out and let the inner child play on a hike or something. You know, that's that's balancing it out. Um, do you have anything to add for these? Yeah, there's. I have two examples that came to mind as you were talking, and I appreciate you um, say I went into that because I wasn't thinking about the the emotional and the physical. And remember, we went to Tahoe a few weeks ago, and we're the opposite, right? I take up more space. You don't take up much space. And we were in some kind of tension because we were around people we're normally not around. And my energy just gets super excited. And I'm just like, oh. And so we went hiking. Remember, we went hiking and you express how I wasn't like respecting some of your boundaries as far as like I'm taking up too much space, right? And so what I'm trying to get at is like it doesn't have to be with a relationship, right it could be with friends and voicing that with each other and so for me knowing how you are i wasn't being considerate towards you and i was just taking up all the space because i want to be center attention right and we're able to kind of express our needs and wants in our trip and that really helped a lot because after that we were able to just be we coexist really well with other people you and I work really well, right? Because we know each other. Yeah. But when you throw in more people in there, it's like, uh, like we don't know what to do. <laughs> um, and then the other one, the physical part that comes up to mind is recently I decided that I'm going to set some boundaries with myself about like my shoulder. My shoulder has been killing me for about a year and a half. I'm slowly just, I'm, I'm just messing it up even more by working out, like doing shoulders or chest it's so bad dude it's so painful and so i decided that i'm going to set some bounds within myself it's like hey you know what jose you're not going to do any chest or any shoulders you need to recover um and honestly it feels really really good but it took a year and a half to come to that place right because i had to come to an agreement with my ego and realize that like i don't need to keep working now a certain group muscle if it's if it's freaking hurting me, mm. <laughs> it's hurting me. And it kind of goes back to like, when do we make a choice to change is when we're hurting, right? <laughs> when do we set boundaries is when we're hurting <laughs> or we had enough or our threshold just, just, we don't have much anymore, right? Um, so that's the two kind of examples that came to mind that are just, that just happened. Um, so, and I feel really good doing like my shoulders were, it's feeling a lot better now. And like, I'm not putting too much stress on it and I'm stretching out a little more and yeah, it's, it's, um, it's just a little examples that we have for those topics as far as the, the emotional and physical and, and there's others. I mean, there's, I mean, there's way more as far as like in relationship with women and men or men and men or women and women, like the abusive and, um, stuff that. I haven't experienced, so I'm, I'm, I won't share too much about that because that hasn't really been my experience as far as that. Um, so you want to segue back to the healthy, segue into the healthy one, or is there any comments that you want to make? Yeah. Um, on the last tip of the unhealthy one, if it, what I've noticed for myself from being in, in select few, like emotionally abusive type of relationships, um, if it doesn't sit right with my gut after my head has dropped to my heart and into my body, like I hold, hold that like guilt or anxiety in, in my stomach or yeah, the, the guilt or depression in my stomach and the anxiety in my upper back. So when I'm feeling into these, I'm like, man, my back hurts or man, my, my stomach hurts. 
let me sit with that and see if that correlates with what's going on in my environment. Are these people that I've put my emotional <laughs> needs into like capable of doing that as well as like, you know, meeting, meeting me wherever I'm at. Do I need to even be in this relationship? These are the questions I had to ask myself and take space from, you know, cause it's, it's only until I move away from that. Can I only be with myself? Can I sit with myself? I'm not using another person as a catalyst to avoid, but I'm sitting with myself and seeing like, I am capable of these things by myself. I can be more or less independent in this self. And then I can allow another person in. I don't need to just go straight off like non, non-relationship type of independence. Cause like, it's a really lonely, lonely life. Um, and I've also done the codependent way, right? So I'm, I'm over here trying to figure out the balance of things. I can be independent, but I'm choosing not to. And I'm exploring what do relationships bring to me, which allows this whole other level of opportunities to practice old behaviors around boundaries or practice new ones. And that all comes down to like, if I have the example of Tahoe, when we took that hike, usually it would be very difficult for me to voice that, but I was able to voice it. That was a Honda. That was definitely a Honda. 1986. <laughs> 96. <laughs> I don't know what I'm talking about. Um, but it allowed me to um, express myself and we met each other in, in this friendship of like, we see where we're both like being agita- agitated, agitating each other. And then we come back to the group environment and like not do that. You know, so with that being said, like sit with yourself if you have like questions around this and see what your body is actually telling you. So your brain might, might be saying what, what the regular society is like, keep going, going, oh, it's just this. And that's very, that's really minimizing. You know, everyone's feelings is valid and it means something to them wherever the hell they are at, you know, and I, I'm a huge advocate for that. And it kind uh, of goes into that, that there's a book called the, the body keeps the score and the body knows, mm-hmm. the body knows what it's holding. And it's up to you, like you say, you know, drop from the head to the heart and sit with that and see where it's coming from, where's the tension coming from. Um, and I, as you were talking to it, it just, it kind of reminds me of like all the like unhealthy boundaries I had towards like women and like how like. I said I say yes to so many things when I didn't want to, right? Mm-hmm. And I was giving my needs over to someone else to, and my wants, and I was never ever um, fulfilled, never, because I couldn't meet my own needs. And I was just listening to an episode recently where, when our needs are not, our needs and wants are not being met through our parents, it's our jobs to do that for ourselves, right? And once we get to a place where we can do that, it's easier to set boundaries towards other people and not place these needs and wants on other people to to meet them for us, right? So that's like that self-respect boundary towards yourself. Um, I don't know. That just kind of popped in my head. I just want to put that out there. I don't know why. <laughs> no, this is what, what came up for you, brother. Yeah. Um, so with all that, that's a good picture of what unhealthy boundaries look like. Um, now to segue to opposite actions and into healthy. What is healthy? What, what is, what is healthy? You tell me, sir. (laughs) (laughs) 
so we, we touched on a few few things of not meeting our wants, not meeting our needs, other people not respecting those those sort of standards we have for ourselves. So what healthy looks like is where there's a balance of that. And it starts with meeting the needs and wants in these different facets of life with ourselves. Where I do find it trickier is in relationships because those are opportunities that are only available in relationships, an intimate relationship, do these emotions come up. So me realizing this, I was like, I'm, I shouldn't, I, I was holding myself away from relationship for a while and the independence thing, the lone wolf mentality type of thing. And I realized I'm never gonna like heal if I push this away constantly. There's gotta be that pushing the edge a little bit of opening that door up and failing, to be honest with you, failing a few times and then like learning, oh, now I get a better idea. You know, getting yourself uncomfortable and putting yourself in places where you don't want to be and learning from it. Yes, I saw the flags. I just didn't see the, <laughs> didn't see what the, flags, <laughs> the colors. <laughs> <laughs> they look orange. <laughs> oh my god, those red flags, man. Oh, they weren't red at the time. <laughs> so what do we do when? Um, let me talk about self, self boundaries of the the emotional because I'm very familiar with that. As I said, from uh, emotionally unsupportive relationships to self deprecating thought patterns, leading into this, I'm not uh, holding myself at it like what I look at now as a normal standard of human rights, basically or human behavior. You know, I have just as much input on how I'm feeling as as the other person and this goes hand in hand with like I need to take up space a little bit to express that that comes from doing it and failing sometimes and what this looked like for me in a few relationships is like I can't talk right now and I have to go away and come back and be like this is what happened because I had to sit with myself because there's too much stimuli in the area and I couldn't just process it An example that was very frequent for me would be when I'm in a group setting and there's a lot of energy going on and they're talking about a topic and I want to talk about the topic. I feel it in my gut, again, in my gut, in my body, and there's not space for me to talk. And then I, I feel that, that, that deprecating like thought pattern of like, oh, your word is not good enough, just avoid minimizing, et cetera, et cetera. Where is this voice coming from? It's what I learned from my rearing and like my, my childhood, adolescence, all that stuff. So my go-to when this started happening is to go away, find another group that I can maintain energy with, have the conversation, get hyped up because I, I get energy off of others and then come back to that group if I wanted to. Or question myself, is this group, I, do I even need to engage in this group? Are they not valuing me as a person of input? So that's what comes up with me a lot when at work car car meets with mutual friends you know I, I i come into situations and i see i feel the energy of how it is and i i i do all this mental processing of like is it even worth talking about do i need to take up that space 
Am I t- taking away their opportunity for it? I can do all this mental work <laughs> and then I, I engage appropriately. And sometimes it's just like, screw it. I'm just going to be so me and me sometimes has a lot of energy and I could take on that other role as well. I'm stepping more into that recently. Um, as far as a physical, um, acknowledging that I need to get out and be a little more active. Like I said earlier, the me seeing where I'm at and noticing that like, I do feel more lethargic. It's like, what am I not doing? It's like, I'm not fulfilling this, this exercising side of me. Oh, let me, let me plan a hike. Let me, uh, work on my car, or, uh, on this part of the car, which involves me like doing gymnastics underneath the car. And I could do counterintuitive things than what I'm actually feeling. At least that, that, that's been the method for me in those two areas so far. Do you have any input of what you do for like achieving healthier boundaries? Yeah. So Thank you very much for for what you guys shared. I remember the first one of the first memories that pops in my head is the first time I set a boundary towards someone, and how uncomfortable it was, and how liberating it was, and how like the emotions went from like I'm super scared to do this. Why am I doing this? What are you doing, Jose? To doing it like Oh my God, I did it. I feel really good. Oh my God, I regret it. Why did I say that? You know, just mm-hmm. <laughs> like the whole cycle of like feelings around that. Uh, and it was towards a woman, right? It's like, I was like the little puppet always following her around, always saying yes, 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 yes. And not meeting like my own needs and not respecting myself. And then when I told her, I was like, hey, you know what? This is not serving me. I deserve better than this. And having that self uh, self respect towards myself first and acknowledging like hey i'm worthy of more and i deserve better and like voicing that and setting that boundary of like hey like i'm not going to take this anymore and doing it and i was like holy crap i could do this but like i instantly regretted it later <laughs> because now it's like well she left like where's she gonna go like she's not gonna want to hang out with me anymore and <laughs> you know it's just such like a cycle it's it's been so embedded in me as a child. It's like like the the, the abandonment, right? The the loneliness. I don't want to be alone. I don't want to be abandoned. It's like no one ever is gonna like me again. Like this person is gorgeous. Why does she like me? And when I when I put all that into a person, now I just gave all my power over towards that person. Now I'm like totally powerless over the situation. And kind of a little bit about our our program is like I became totally my thinking process was totally unmanageable dude like i was like a sick person i was just like oh my god like why did you do that and like inner critic was telling me like jose you're stupid why'd you do that and now you're gonna be alone and this and this and that um and you know fast forward to you know where i'm at today and you know i struggled with that for a long time sending boundaries because i didn't have like i said before like i didn't have any self-respect i didn't have any self-worth and i mean i think in our last episode i talked about or the two episodes before i talked about like i just felt that self-worth like i'm 29 years old i just felt that not too long ago and 
you can imagine like the last all these years where I, I didn't know how to set boundaries towards people and I didn't know what that looked like. I hear people talk about it, but I was like, how do you do that? Like, like I tell people now is like it's easy setting boundaries, but like maintaining those boundaries is the hardest part. Because these people are going to come back to you. You're going to have to interact with these people again. Are you going to be emotionally capable of like reinforcing those boundaries again towards those people? And not worrying about how they're going to react to it, but being true to yourself and being honest with yourself. It's like, hey, like this is my boundary right here, man. Like, But you have to word it in a way where it's, at least for me, I, I'm really careful with my words and how I word things because I know the way I say things can be harmful towards someone else, especially if I'm emotionally attached to it <laughs> and it's affecting me. I can be, I can pretty, I can be, you know, pretty tough with my words. So I want to be really mindful on how I approach those things. Um, that that just came up to mind a lot, and yeah, it's it's a process, man. Like setting healthy boundaries towards people and you know, the physical part too. I mean, like I recently, you know, decided I don't want to bother build anymore. And I've, I don't have a desire to do that anymore. And, you know, setting that boundary within myself and understanding like, Hey, I like, I don't need to achieve this kind of physique. Like who cares? Like it's not the end of the world. If I don't look like 180 pounds, super rip and big, it, it, it doesn't fucking matter. Right. And to know that within myself and invoice that, and, you know, if people respond to certain way, cool. You know, some people are like, oh, are you sure you want to do that? Or this, this, and that. Like, or I remember someone said that to me. That I told them what I was going to do. And they're like, well, don't let yourself go. You know, don't 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 get all big. And this, this, and that. I was like, who cares? What if I do get big? Who gives a crap? <laughs> like, it's, it's, this is going to be me, right? I just have to be comfortable with myself. Um yeah, I don't, I don't know what else to say. I just kind of lost my train of thought with that little side note. <laughs> well, no, thank you for sharing that. And what came up for me was um, you said maintaining the boundaries. It's hard. Well, I wanted to go a little deeper into that because where I think there may be a, a misconception is that boundaries are forever and rigid. And the thing that I've learned in this last few years is – Everything is adaptable. As humans, we're adaptable. We're ever-changing. Every six months, you got a brand-new set of cells. You know what I mean? So what I learned in another um, 12-step program was there could be a hard boundary to remove myself from this toxic type of relationship with another person. And then from there, the boundaries could be let lower as those boundaries are respected. Should that be crossed again, then that boundary goes back up. It's just like those fire warning, whether it's going to be green, orange, red, yeah. you know what I mean? And the one that came up with me is um, one particularly with, with my mother, to be honest. And what this looked like was because it was a very um, – intrusive feeling type of relationship with my mother where it was always asking questions that I was like, why are, where are these, what is the point of gathering this information to the point where I started saying no. And it's led to, because of what, like 20 odd years of me responding the same way for someone to hear, no, they 
perceived it as, oh, this person is just being a bratty little child. No, I, this is, I'm a grown adult and I don't need to have this type of conversation because it doesn't lead to anything. So I started keeping this person at our arm's dis- distance. Actually, it started with me closing the door. I was like, I'm not going to talk to you for this much. I'm going to go to school and I, I don't want any input. I'm going to figure out life, what it means for myself, because I need to fail on my own without your help. And that's how I work things out. And then I opened the door and this allotted conversation and it still had like twinges, like pieces of this behavior that I did not support anymore because of that me closing the door. I realized who I was, how I respected myself, etc. And then uh, I closed the door again. <laughs> and then a, a while later, um, I, I reopened that door. I started having a conversation. This person's behavior changed again. I started making a standard and vocalizing it. The way that boundaries works that for me, as successfully as it has been, is setting the standard and the intention right off the bat. Mm-hmm. And then whatever that person wants to do with it, they end up doing with it. You know, if they're not respecting it, then I could just, I don't need to engage. And that that's what worked with this particular individual. Um, and for myself, because then I could step into that confidence, that role of I am an adult. And what that looks like now is I hold this person at roughly arm's length away. I have conversations occasionally. And we're at a mutual understanding that I, if I say that I don't feel comfortable talking about this, I will hang up the phone. So my key word is giving this person that chance because we're at that point now. If there's a question that's being asked, I express myself full front. I don't feel comfortable answering this. I would come back to the point. That's how I engage with it. So this is growth to me because it, over a course of a year, my boundary was, I don't want to talk, click. Yeah. And that's a boundary. It's just like you, what, what was taught in my program. The simplest player is saying, fuck. Yeah. You know what I mean? And you don't even have to like give this person a reason why you're setting those boundaries either. Correct. You don't. You don't, you, you don't owe them that. And per, people take that personal because they don't know how, how to set boundaries. They don't know what that means. So they take things personal. So I applaud you for, you know, stepping into that that realm of like, hey, like, I'm not okay with this and click. And from that point on to where you're at now where you can actually have a conversation and you could give this person an opportunity to either respect your boundary or not. And then after that, you could just, you know, make a decision based off that, right? So I think that's beautiful, man. Thank you. And that also goes into, should I empathize from this person's point of view? What does respecting other people's boundaries look like? Yeah. You know, because what I just explained was uh, me setting a a healthier boundary for myself. I cannot function without um, having my space, basically, is the the theme I'm noticing for myself, this conversation. Um, Respecting other people's boundaries, right? Like... If I come across a, hell, a person that knows their, their, where they're comfortable with and they express it, how do I respect it, right? And what this could look like in very casual way of like, let's have a conversation and you get burnt out from the conversation. This person voices like, hey, that's enough conversation for me today. Let's schedule another meeting to talk about something further. Hmm. Do I continue talking? Or do you take it personal? <laughs> or do I be like, okay, thank you for the time. You know, like, I enjoyed this time. Mm-hmm. That's the way that I engage with it now. 
So I feel like there isn't enough empathy out there in the world to express that because we don't know what these just boundaries are in general. You know, the, it has a negative connotation of ver, being very isolatory, which is not true. When I cut off these areas of not allowing people to invade my boundaries and other people don't do that for me invading their boundaries, it allows room for us to be more us and meet each other wherever the hell we're at. So I look at them, this it, it, is a freeing thing because it cuts out all the, the fat, <laughs> more or less, of like stuff that doesn't like need to be said because it's hurtful. You know what I mean? Cause like I'm being honest with myself and authentic. And so is this person when, when I've had conversations with people that set healthy boundaries and have like this, this, this level of what they, what they don't tolerate, it's very freeing. Cause then I, I have a standard of how to navigate and talk with them. Whereas if I don't, then I may end up trying to press and press and press and take up more space. And then this person breaks and isolates, which, you know, it's a whole other thing of being empathetic, but do you have any thoughts of these two of like boundaries being respecting other people's boundaries? Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, perfect example of what happened yesterday with, you know, my girl, I, I guess I didn't, I didn't respect her boundaries right now that I'm like, I'm like literally sitting here listening to us talk and boundaries and respecting other people, respecting ourselves. I'm like, I wasn't respecting her boundaries. Right. Cause I wasn't getting my attention. I wasn't getting what I wanted to get. And so I'm super grateful for this conversation. It gives me an opportunity to look at my stuff that just happened last night. And so it just gave me a, I just realized like, I don't need to take it personal. This is, they're, they're their individual person. They're doing their thing. I'm an individual person. I'm doing my thing. And I have to separate that. I have to separate that and I can't take it personal. Right. Um, and this person has set boundaries for me in the past and I was okay with it. But she was like, Hey, like, Hey, I, I just want to talk to you until nine o'clock. Cause I want to decompress before I go to bed. I'm like, thank you. Thank you very much for saying those boundaries. Like I freaking love that. Like it's beautiful. Right. So what was the difference between that time and two last night? There's no difference. It's just, I was in different mental space and I took it personal and I wasn't being empathetic towards her situation, what she's going through. I was just thinking about myself. I'm being a little selfish, right? And I could justify that based off what's been going on between us. And I won't get into that. So, so yeah, this was really like, this, this was healing for me. It gave me a realization of what my part was it. What, what, what part, what was my part in the situation? It's giving me some sense of peace around that. So thank you for that. And the other one that comes to mind is, I remember it was like a few weeks ago. I, I asked her, I was like, hey, I mean, I'm about to go speak at me. He's like, Oh, I'm busy. And I was like, damn fool. Like <laughs> you said you set a boundary, right? Like just a straight boundary. And I was like, like damn fool, you don't want to be my friend? You don't like me, man. You don't want to go support me. And like that's where I went in my head. And I, and I realized, like, wait, that's just a boundary. Like it's it's okay. Like it's not the end of the world. Ah, uh, the spiral. <laughs> yeah, like I just spiral. go into the inner critic and just I just go deep in it, right? And so like these are just little examples that just happen in our lives that it's up to me to look at those, right? And respect myself, respect other people and 
and realize that we're just all human beings, man. And like you mentioned earlier, like this is something a lot of people don't really talk about, like respecting other people's um, boundaries. Like I was just talking to someone that has been um, in contact with me because he's been listening to our podcast and I've been trying to guide him through some situations. And he mentioned like, I was like, you know, maybe you want to sit down and have a conversation with your girlfriend. He's like, he's like, all right, well, she, when she gets home, I'll just tell her, hey, let's talk. I'm like, how about we do this? How about you send her a text message like, hey, um, I was wondering if you have the mental space to have a conversation later on today. Let me know if that's okay with you. Instead of just let, just doing it right off the bat when she gets home from work, like, like you're not really respecting where she's at, right? So now if you text her ahead of time, give her the, the, the space and time to really think about that and process that, you're respecting her. You're respecting her boundaries wherever she's at. And let's see where things go. Um, see, it's easy for me to tell people that. <laughs> it's easy to tell people how to respect other people's boundaries, but when it comes to your personal stuff because you're emotionally attached to it, it's a little harder. Uh, but that was a pretty cool experience to help someone see that um, based off the things you and I've been talking about in the podcast and just spark a conversation, you know, between us. Um, so, yeah, man, it's dope. You know, if you're struggling with, you know, how to, res you know, respect other people's boundaries or respect yourself, um, reach out, man. Reach out, talk about it, you know, open up a little bit with us. You're not alone. Like, there's a reason why we're doing this podcast is because we know people struggle with this because we were there and we still do struggle. And it's just part of being humans. Yeah. Um, I think that would segue into, like, is there any takeaways from these? Because we spoke about a lot. We spoke about uh, what unhealthy boundaries look like emotionally, physically, as well as, like, what, what do healthy boundaries look like and what we're striving for um what are the tools that we use to like I, let me speak for myself the tools that i use for unhealthy boundaries like I, I said before which was uh feeling in my body when i'm in a situation where do i hold something when I, something happens and it's a shock factor my my go-to used to be to shut down because i didn't know what what was going on emotionally, et cetera, right? So now what it was, was this is an emotion that's going on. What is actually going on? And then it's like, oh, I feel sad because I didn't get to eat a cookie or something. You know, something that simple could domino effect into something else. So I sit with my body of like, what am I not meeting the needs for or the wants for, for myself? And this is really quick. There's a difference between the wants and the needs. Do I really need it? Or is it just me wanting something based off of something that I'm already fulfilling myself? You mentioned for your for your example of uh, somewhat projection because your needs for yourself weren't being met, the attention aspect of it. Um, balance chart has been very helpful for myself. Um, and compartmentalizing my life recently has been also very helpful because that furthers uh, me looking into that balance chart. So I look at my my day job to my car hobbies, to my dating world, to like my creative outlet, to like my personal business. And these are different compartmentalizations of my life. And 
that could be also added to that balance chart. And then you have the interpersonal stuff of like exercise, diet, uh, socialization, all these things. And that creates a better idea, a better graph for how one's in, engage with it further, right? Am I being unhealthy in a certain one because I'm not meeting a need in another one? Like that's usually how it works, right? Um, other things that have been very helpful for me is soundboarding. Like that's high key importance to where real talks like this, um, that we, we were uh, very frequent with before and we have occasionally, it helps me not think that I am crazy for having these things. Cause I see there's a commonality for people that have very low self-esteem or low confidence to think that what they're going through is not important. And like, I want to reiterate, feelings are valid. Feelings are important. Those people that are a lot of safe space for you to talk with, talk with them saying, this is what's going on here. I, am I not meeting a boundary? Am I meeting a boundary? Like, should I set a boundary? Like the, sometimes we don't even set boundaries on things and just let it flow. And I, I, I feel like that's true with some things, but at certain other things, not so much. So when, uh, for example, the create creative outlet. I think I was talking to someone else about this as well. My creative outlet, working on my car. If I want to work on my car, I can get really lost in that really quick for a very long time. So what I started doing is setting a time frame, and then I'll do whatever the hell I want for that time frame. When the time frame comes up, usually what's three hours, four hours for something very simple. Um, I'll be like, all right, admit it's the inner parent. All right, admit um, we got to go eat something now. You do the thing, good job. You know, I say all these things in my head, I'm meeting this stuff with myself, and then I move on to the next thing. And I feel like that segues into masculine and feminine energy because, like, my masculine is set in the structure, my feminine is flowing in the creativity, and the masculine comes out again of, like, all right, let's move on to the next thing, and then it flows. So that's, that's how those are the tools that I engage with that have been very important for me. Journaling also helps me with the acceptance to do the previous things that I said. And then the last one is just to do the action. It's scary, but that's the most important part. <laughs> it's just jumping and doing it. You know, for me, I'm a person of, of high key planning and low key action. <laughs> low key though. So to have people hype me up to, to do the action sometimes of like, I'm, I'm thinking about opening this business. Bro, just do it. You're hella good at this. Like that, that's important to me. And that all comes from journaling, compartmentalizing and like balance charting and then soundboarding. That's my process. Is there anything that you want to add that you do? Honestly, it's everything that you said, I pretty much do, you know, soundboarding. I was journaling for a while. I kind of stopped. And the one that that's, pretty helpful for me is you know checking in with myself right you know something i've been doing lately more is just dropping to my body and just like sit with my body kind of like before we started this episode like i just felt this knot in my belly i was like where is this coming from i'm breathing into it loosening it up a little bit and then as the episode went on like i realized what it was and having this conversation like we, we used to have a lot just brought up a lot of perspective that i wasn't seeing right um and I think also too, just I mean, you, you, I mean, you pretty much said everything I pretty much do, and said it really well. And I appreciate you sharing that. Um, yeah, I mean, the most important thing is it's doing the work around it. 
You know, you could do the praying, the meditating, you know, which I do, the journaling, talking to people, soundboarding. I mean, crave. I mean, you get everything, but if there's no action behind it, just like you mentioned, it doesn't mean anything. <laughs> it really does not mean anything. And I and I share this and I and I say this from experience. Like I used to do a lot of things, but there was no action behind it, because I was afraid to doing it. I was afraid of what people were going to think. I was afraid of like, how am I going to hurt these people, right? Being empathetic, but at the same time, not being true to myself. So there has to be a sense of, of self-respect, I believe, a self-worth around these boundaries that we're going to set. Like, you have to be okay with yourself first before you start setting these boundaries. Because if not, like, like I, like I shared earlier, it's like, I can set a boundary, but then I have that inner credit telling me, like, what are you doing? You messed up. You're horrible. Why'd you do it? Now you're going to be alone. Get stuck in that cycle of, like, just criticizing the crap out of yourself. And when you have some self-worth, some self-respect, you can stop the inner critic. You can tell us, like, hey, you know what? That's not true. I'm doing this because I respect myself. I'm doing this because I deserve better. I'm doing this because I'm lovable. I'm do you know, have that self-parenting that you talk about like no one else gonna do it for us but ourselves so um yeah we this is a long episode but we 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 we, we knew we we're gonna talk a lot um and like this episode was really good for me it, it gave me some clarity around my situation and just gave me a sense of peace around it so i'm definitely grateful for this episode and you creating space and, and Derek for showing up and doing his thing and for all the listeners to, you know, tap into our our episode. And we are gonna switch things up a little bit. I wasn't gonna I wasn't gonna announce it, but moving forward, we're only gonna be doing one episode one once every other week. So instead of doing weekly, we're gonna do them every other week. Just because a lot is going on in our lives. We're super busy and we wanna create authentic content and not push or force an episode or a topic whatever we want to talk about we wanted to flow and, and feel like it's coming from the heart yeah thank you for uh voicing that jose and yeah the the new format just to reiterate that uh one episode every two weeks and the reason behind that was to have more intention behind a single episode and put more quality more or less content out there with authenticity then feel like we were forcing it because like <laughs> when when we realize we're doing that like it's the it goes against what we're, we wanted to do with this podcast basically so we had a meeting and we said that we're just going to change it for moving forward um we talked about a lot and i think that that gives a good picture like jose said if you want to you have any questions about what you said or any like examples that you would like to hear from us directly feel free to hit us up on our on our social media platforms you can hit up jose at jose aka che myself at asg240 or even on our podcast ig uh hello spiritual podcast and just a shout out to our audio producer derek you could catch him at d underscore sned dot wave you do all your audio, audio recording needs. It's really good at producing. He, record, he produces all of our episodes and does it with very good efficiency. 
Adequate job. <laughs> Adequate job. <laughs> Inter- inside joke. Um, <laughs> inside joke, yeah. <laughs> so with that, um, thank you for joining us today. Uh, we love the feedback that we get from this. It keeps the energy going to put it back into the podcast. We look forward to future episodes and future conversations with you guys. Yeah, well, hope everyone has a happy Halloween and... It won't be Halloween by the time you hear this. <laughs> that just came to mind. So I hope everyone's staying safe and uh, we'll listen to, well, not listen to you. Catch you next time. Till then, peace. Oh.